Hey guys, Dodie and I are back. This week we're looking at another era of um, my life, which is more of a hobby and passion compared to uni, um, with that being online gaming. Hey guys, definitely a great topic to look at today, Jack. We, um, I know as a fact, like online gaming is a key part of your life, which enables you to keep in touch with your mates, but also connected and included in activities. Now, for majority of people it's become a billion dollar industry but to you it means so much more why is that so can you elaborate on it uh yeah i think you probably touched on it a bit there um it lets me keep in touch with all my mates um whether that's those in wollongong here or at home or new mates that i've met through other people at uni um so it's sort of grown my friend group a bit um, and lets me keep in contact with all those guys so we can hang out and have a chat and play a game at the same time. So we're, like, we're not, I don't know, I'm not really the type just to ring up my mates to have a chat. So it's good that games allow us to do that. And you don't you don't go sit at the pub every day or you're not out and about. So even with lockdown that was recently on, it sort of kept you connected and kept that social aspect without um, having to physically see them. Yeah, it was really good uh, in that period. So, I'm, I mean, I'm just happy that it's one of my hobbies so that I could utilise it and in that time um, just as a fun outlet to hang out with my friends when we couldn't go and do so out and about. And not feel so isolated at the same time, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Probably the next bit, like physical activities, are a bit more difficult for me. And, I mean, most of them I can't really um, do. So I think playing games lets me also have a bit of competitive banter, um, whether that's with my mates who are we're playing on the same team or we're playing against each other or um, even with the other team. Um, I just think, yeah, it's good having a competitive I mean I'm a bit of a competitive person and not being able to go out and play sport or anything like that um it's great that games allow me to um express that competitive side of myself and in a virtual world your your outlet is limitless because you can participate in every game that's available and um, yeah essentially like at, at the moment there's not really any games that I am physically unable to play because, well, I'm pretty pretty savvy with a keyboard and mouse and decent with a controller, so, yeah. And so in order to um, partake in all the millions of games that seem to be out there at the moment, um, what what is your... Uh, what consoles have you got at the moment and what's your one of choice? Uh, yeah, so now uh, at uni with me here, I've got my... Nintendo Switch and uh, Xbox One plugged in over there at the TV. Um, I just sort of have that for a bit more casual stuff if I just want to sit in front of the TV and kick back, play a game, rather than be sitting at a desk with a keyboard and mouse. Um, but then, yeah, probably my favourite and the most used one would definitely be my PC. Um, that recently got a bit of an upgrade. Um, so... Got a new beast, it's huge. Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, I'll have had a couple of weeks with it and um, probably 
yeah, run it through everything I want to play on it, I guess. And we were talking about the, the, through the build and initially months ago, this has been months in the planning, is Jack was talking about, oh, I want to build this midi, tiny cased PC with all the fandangle bits and then it comes to build day and delivery and it's the biggest tower I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I had changed my mind a bit just with what I wanted to do with it um, and it doesn't need to be small. It sits on the floor beside my desk all the time. It's not really in need of being portable. And and with this new PC, I think you spec'd it out pretty extreme because gaming is your passion in your life and it accessible so you need to have a, a reliable bit of hardware that yeah, can so be maxed out. What's that been? Four years I've had this current one? Um, yeah, so I think a good time to upgrade or as good as any i guess um hopefully it'll keep me going for a while into the future and in terms of um games on on your devices what what's what are you currently playing at the moment um currently farming simulator um it's a bit of a a joke that i ended up getting it but um yeah angus and i had been talking for a while and he was keen to get on there and start building a farming empire together so i was like oh maybe not it's still 50 dollars." and i was like i don't know how much i'll actually play it because back in high school uh regularly i'd downloaded the mobile version on my phone and have a go and play it for like three days and then be like i don't know why i'm playing this um so yeah i was like i said to him if it's on sale one day i'll get it and then about a month ago it was on sale for like $25 off. So we both picked it up then and, yeah, I've sunk, I think, my Steam count hours up to like 74 or something in the month I've had it. So, yeah, I've played it quite a lot. It was so funny to me when, especially back out west, but even now to see you guys get into Farm Simulator. One is they actually made a game called Farming Simulator <laughs> and then... Then, uh, as part of that, is you guys who are um, from family farming backgrounds, you guys download Farm Simulator, and I reckon you spend more hours on the game than you do on your family paddocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, definitely in my case, that would be right. <laughs> and then just to see the likes of Angus and a few others playing it, it's, it's, it's a cool game. Like, I'd love to get in and play it, but um, I'm like looking at it, shaking my head, going, there's fresh green pastures out there. You're such nerds. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't farm in real life at three hundred and sixty percent speed. Oh, true. Yeah, and, and till the soil and whatnot. But outside of farming sim, which is pretty cool that they've made this, and it's got it's very realistic in its approach. What other games are you into? Uh so I play quite a bit of Rocket League. A few of my mates are uh, fairly fairly good at that, so we get on there and and that's like your mini cars that battle with a soccer ball around yeah, the stadium. Like soccer but in cars that can jump and boost so you can go really fast and fly through the air, hit the ball and stuff. It's pretty fun. We've probably spent Oh god, I don't even I wouldn't even like to look at how many hours I've played Rocket League for. It would be way too many. I just I just like watching when you and Isaac play and the amount of times you rage quit or get angry at him, and you're like, "No, I don't rage quit. No, I don't." <laughs> and that you just once, <laughs> once every time I see you play <laughs> it. <laughs> but it's it's good fun. But that's the point. Yeah, because when you're playing you on a soccer field or a cricket pitch, you get competitive. You get you get upset. You get fiery, and this is your outlet. Yeah, 
So that's exactly what we were coming back to with the competitive banter. It can come out when we're the game's on the line and you've got to lock in to get it done. And then when you get dirty, you report the other player? <laughs> oh, yes, I will admit. Probably every game has done that. So, yeah, that has happened a few times. And what, um, what else are you into, like Call of Duty, those sort yeah, of sports so games? The, my mates and I that play games, we kind of go through phases. Um, so, yeah, COD was definitely up there, Call of Duty, uh, when Modern Warfare 2 came out last year. Uh, Colby and I dropped a lot of hours in that. Um, and then that sort of petered out as I left uh, uni and didn't have my computer for six weeks. Um, and then Battlefield 2042, which is another first-person shooter game. Um, we spent quite a few hours in that. It's got a few new updates recently that have made it a lot better than it used to be. So, yeah, we can drop a few hours an afternoon in that one. That's more of a bit of army-style shoot-em-up sort of yeah, conquest so game. kind of drops you into a, a map with, like, 128 people, I think, um, split into two teams, and you're, like, fighting to capture objectives um, to... Yeah, so there's layers of, there's layers of um, challenge and, and... Yeah, it's um, definitely more of a team goals. operation map uh, game rather than... Call of Duty, where you're just running around shooting people. And then on the sporting side, you like a bit of FIFA. I've seen a bit of yeah, 2K I certainly NBA. do. Um, yeah, 2K will probably go in and out a bit just because. Well, I haven't bought a 2K for a while, um, but I have the EA subscription, so I get FIFA every year. And a bit of racing cars too with the F1 and um, yeah, a rally. little bit. So I think F123 is coming out soon, so that will be fun. So it sounds like, yeah, there's not really a genre that you stick to because you like no, to experience a lot. There's a bunch of stuff and with my mates and stuff, we go, as I said before, we go through phases like Minecraft. We start playing it probably every six months for about three weeks and then none of us touch it forever. <laughs> so it's not only for just the 12Es, it's, um, no, it's still fun for all ages. Yep. Um, and then what else? We got hard into Rust once, which is like... Bit more of a real life Minecraft, not blocks. It's actually a world. Um, yeah, that was interesting watching you guys play. And, and then it, so it's like an open world survival game where there's a bunch of other real players on the same map. So you kind of build up your your base as like a stronghold sort of thing, and try not to get raided by other people. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've gone in and out on it a bit as well, just because. Sometimes you can go and play for like two hours every day for two weeks and not get attacked and have all your stuff and build up a giant sort of empire of stuff and then all of a sudden you get raided and you have nothing left and everyone's like, we don't want to do that again. <laughs> so we just go and play something else until we feel the need to get back on there. Because of the amount of hours you guys spent setting up yes. and then you just get raided and, and it's just, just gone. <laughs> deflated egos and... It's pretty like pretty cool what what the um, virtual environment allows you to do, and I think with different friends, you're interacting with different games based on um, the enjoyment factor, and it allows you to keep contact with them. Do you? What about like with Abby and stuff? Your sister? Do you 
have any games you play with her? Or? Uh, I don't know. We sort of, not since uni for both of us has started, um, but we did go through a bit of time, the eight ball pool, the mobile game. We used to play every now and then against each other. Um, and then trivia crack for a little while. And then just keep that just keeps you connected, yeah, doesn't just it? Yeah. So it reduces that socialized isolation, even being away from your family. Yeah, exactly. So it let us speaking of interaction with my family, I need to ring my mum today. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so it's just it's a fun way to have a bit of yeah, you can just have a chat while you're playing along. It's nothing too serious. Yeah, it's cool. So does um does gaming enable you to feel equal? Like, or do you still yeah, feel I there's challenges when you're playing and accessing games and whatnot? I think I'd be lying if I said there's not challenges. Um, but they're minimal and they're very reduced. And sometimes I kind of just feel like it's a skill level, a skill level uh, gap rather than me actually not being on the same level as them, as everyone else playing. So, um. Even like, um, I suppose there's accessibility options now with games and stuff. And even though you you don't have any problems seeing, reading, and writing and listening, it is handy when they put the closed captions on and they put extra bits of info in that allow you to. Yeah, and I guess playing on PC anyway gives you the option of like upping your mouse sensitivity so you to look around. You don't have to move your mouse really far. Um, I know I've seen some things of, um, like these. Oh, what are they? Sip and puff controllers that like it's this thing that goes in your mouth and there's three tubes and each of them does a different thing depending on whether you blow or suck on them. Um and then it's also integrated into a big joystick. So uh yeah, I think if it's anything well, I'm a bit concerned what type of gaming that's getting you into, Jack. It's <laughs> no, I mean, if you there's dudes on YouTube that use it for like playing COD and stuff, and it's really cool. Um, get your head out of the gutter, Dinesh. <laughs> it's always there, Jack. It's always there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think there's if I ever do start to f- find it too difficult, there's always options to make it a bit easier for me, or even just different types of games I can play. So yeah, or probably even more so, there's different roles you can play in a game. Like, say, if we're playing Battlefield and it's a bit harder for me to move around quickly, then I can pull a sniper out and have that bit more time and be more slow and precise with stuff. And you basically, yeah, being able to take roles and, and find your strengths, you can, you've can you got full accessibility like every other player. You've got the same internet speeds or better. You've got... Um, hardware to make it work there's no issues on that end it's just um your movements and your your keyboard and mouse you're pretty quick with your hands even though you can't move like lift your hand above your head or anything you can move the mouse on the table left and right forward Um, yeah so definitely there are challenges but there are ways around most of them which makes you feel at the end of the day equal in your gameplay and whatnot and yeah when i see you play you're often um smashing a whole heap of players out there and it's building up your records even in Rocket League you guys are like a diamond platinum something infinity I don't know <laughs> <laughs> there's so many layers of it but um, yeah it just opens up the world so it's great that you've found an aspect of life that 
you enjoy and a hobby that you can continue on. And that's not, whereas, um, like, it's not a thing that you have to give up once you hit a certain age. Gaming no. can go for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know with growing up, obviously, it does, like, moving into having a career and not studying anymore, that time does get, the amount I can do it does decrease, but the, the passion and the putting time aside to do it, like, say, on the weekend or before I'm, once I get home from work or whatever like that, it's one of those things that I would try to set time aside to do just because I enjoy it so much. Yeah, nice. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just a good sort of de-stress downtime sort of thing, sort of pastime that you can have and chill out. Yeah. I think and then, yeah, I mean, there are certainly times where it's not something I'm super interested in and I'll go and watch a movie or a TV show or do some uni work even. Um, <laughs> you mean you do uni work at uni? Yes, I do. <laughs> Just In between those... I do um, more than most people I know, so... what's Is it in between those uh, 23 and a half hours a day of gaming? <laughs> I don't think I've played for that long ever in a row. Oh, but it's good fun. But, um, yeah, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. We've got some good perspective and you've had a... I think it's it's really, yeah, definitely a, a solid part of your life that you enjoy and it's kept you connected and really um, I've had fun watching you play games and and um, my favourite times are when you actually rage quit and you have a little hissy fit. and <laughs> <laughs> But I'll let you wrap it up, Jack. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for listening. Um, I hope that sort of opened some of your eyes into what uh, video games can provide for some people. Um, yeah, so following this episode, we're going to have a few weeks uh, off. I think it'll end up being three, maybe four weeks till the next episode. Uh, just with me going home uh, back out west for um, a couple of weeks during the mid-semester, uh, mid-year break, I should say. Uh, just to see family and friends out there. Um, yeah, if any of you guys are travelling during those holidays, um, take care. Um and enjoy yourself until next time don't forget to like share subscribe comment fist bump hug high five and tune into every episode here at jotb podcast peace out peace out